the reason that I began talking so seriously about the gender ideology lie is because it was a transparent attempt to break people's minds and just blow them up. It was a transparent attempt to seize the ability to create a new reality, which isn't grounded in anything observable, testable, falsifiable. It's utterly made up. And by the way, that's the design. It's a postmodernist design. So why were they breaking brains? Because they need to install the cultural revolution. And skeptical people asking questions like, wait a minute, why again are we letting criminals walk in the cities? Why are we doing that again? Skepticism like that is not helpful to what they need to get done. So they're breaking brains in preparation for statements like this. Well, not statements like this, but to do things like this to doctors. In my hospital, I was banned or discouraged from using off-label drugs, which we use every day, methylprednisolone, vitamin C. My hospital would not allow me to use vitamin C. We're talking about basic safe drugs. And it's an outrage. What they wanted me to use was remdesivir. Where remdesivir, we know, and this is not controversial, we know according to the WHO, remdesivir increases your risk of kidney failure 20-fold. So the man at the center of this, of course, is Anthony S. Fauci. We'll go back to the deposition of Anthony S. Fauci with my Fauci voice. And this time, I don't need much time. We don't need more than about five minutes of the deposition for you to understand how psychotic and this man is and how much evil is done through him. And since we're talking about Fauci, thank you for the non-pharmaceutical ethical company, Healthy Cell, healthycell.com slash Todd for their support. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. I'm sorry, I'm just gathering myself. I'm just, I'm thinking about all the people we've talked to about COVID. Well, and now about uh, having loved ones killed because of the COVID protocols. I'm just, I'm just taking a minute. Sometimes podcasting and, and radio is it's just that. But every so often, at least for me, sometimes I, God helps me remember that, my goodness, we're talking about human beings. I'm just picturing the interviews we've done in the past couple of weeks. As that gentleman, that doctor, was testifying to the, the committee that Ron Johnson 
created uh, to look at what's gone on. And I'm picturing Stacy, and I'm picturing Grace, young woman, 19, uh, Down syndrome, and and she was taken out in the hospital. I, I I'm picturing the picture of Ryan, Stacy's husband. So when we go through this, I would beg you to remember that this stuff is in the news so often. And it is so easy for us to get used to it that it becomes commonplace. Stacy and and Ryan and and Grace, they represent thousands, if not tens of thousands of people. And we're going to get to Fauci here, talking about hydroxychloroquine. And, and you're going to see this guy knows. Somewhere in the back of his mind, this man knows what he's done. And he knows the cost he should pay. And I have news for Fauch. Unless he repents and drops to his face and begs the Lord Jesus for forgiveness, he will face justice. God so often makes it seem like evil is winning, and it's not. God uses evil. Uses it sometimes, they don't even know they're being used. And I think that's the case here. So questions for you about your own health. If you were to do a check on things, number one, how's your sleep? Is it solid? Are you getting what you need? Do you wake up yawning? Do you always need the alarm clock to wake you up? Number two, uh, how much is a cup, picture in your mind, a cup of blueberries? No, just a cup. Picture it in your mind. See, I did this experiment this morning uh, where I decided to have a half a cup of blueberries. And you know what? I had no idea how little blueberries that is. And remember, I'm a guy who's pretty fanatical about measuring my, my food and the macronutrients. And I've noticed this. <laughs> Our mind wants more food. So we start to expand mentally what's, oh, well, that's just a cup or that's just two cups. No, that's, that's three cups. Now, that sounds super fanatical, and I don't want you to have to do this if you don't want to do it, but I will tell you this, or I'll ask you this. Has your waistline stuck up on you? I mean it. Like, are there moments where you go, wow, am I really that large? Do I really have that much unwanted fat in my body? Here's commonly where it happens. Like you're trying to do work, like shovel snow, or you're trying to do work, like um, you're trying to, to go do drywall, or you're climbing, or you're getting up from the floor when you've been playing with the grandkids. You're like, wow, really? See, it sneaks up on us. So I want to invite you to do this in, in this. I would start prior to Christmas, personally. I would start right now if that snuck up on you. And if you're going to wait till the first of the year, okay, I don't understand the benefit in that. And I recommend to you Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com. They're founded by actual providers of care to people, people who worked outside the insurance equilibrium for the most part, and they measure their system. It's, it's, it's self-policing in that way. If their predictions are off, then they know that their program has gone off track. They open it for review, 7,000 Google reviews, over 7,000, and the average is still 4.8 stars out of 5. They're nearly perfect. Their focus, 
is to recalibrate your body, to change your metabolism, and the time that's needed to drop the unwanted fat. They take care of all the details. It's Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com. S-O-T-A, WeightLoss.com. So Fauci is still at it, and he is still lying viciously. And Dr. Fauci, what do we say if we have a family member who is still hesitant about getting the vaccine? Well, I would reason with that person by just showing them the data. And the data are overwhelmingly dramatic. If you look at the curve of deaths and hospitalization among unvaccinated people compared to vaccinated and boosted people, you really don't need a statistician to tell you what the right thing to do is. It really makes a lot of sense to protect yourself from serious illness and even protecting your family for getting them infected. So he is viciously lying and he knows it. I don't know how I know. Because if you listen to that, he doesn't say the data shows that more people who have not been injected are dying because the data can't show that. Because it's far in the reverse. It's 90%. What he does is he makes hand signals pretending that deaths among people who've not been injected with the mRNA trash are dying more often and he does a flat line for people who've been injected. He knows he's lying. That's a psychopath because these injections are doing harm. And the woman who's interviewing him has no clue. She is afraid to have a clue. And she, hey, she's just doing her job, just following orders. So we get to the deposition, and there's much more to come on the Fouch. Uh, we, get, we get to the deposition. And the lawyer, Mr. Sawyer, has gotten out to the point. We fast-forwarded a bit, just so you know. Uh, and we'll go back, and we'll take the important moments out. But he's gotten to the point where he's going to question the Fouch about hydroxychloroquine. And so, you know, this is Exhibit 36. The lawyer is Mr. Sauer. And he says to the Fouch, do you recall going on Good Morning America around July 27th or 28th of 2020? Uh, no, I, I, I don't recall. Uh, do, do you know how many times I've, I've appeared on television? At this point, uh, we're a couple hours, I think, into the deposition, and the Fauci is getting really tired of having to answer questions. Do you know, do you know how many times I've been, uh, I've been on television? The lawyer follows up with a question. I'm just asking if you remember this particular one, sir. Yeah, I, I don't recall. Question from the lawyer. Can you turn to the fourth page or the fifth page of this document? Kirshner, who is the lawyer for the Fouch. Uh, wait, what? What? The top of the page, Mr. Sauer? There's a white space, then it says responding to questions about an antiviral drug. Uh, Fauci's lawyer. I would ask for Dr. Fauci to have the time to familiarize himself with this document. The witness. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, what about it? What about it? Mr. Sauer. And sorry, that, that the quote on page five you said on Good Morning America, the overwhelming prevailing clinical trials that have looked at the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine have indicated that it is not effective in coronavirus diseases, correct? Yeah, right, correct. Do you recall those comments being made in response to a video of doctors? They call themselves the frontline doctors. Uh, yeah, right. Appearing on, I think, the, the steps of the Supreme Court. Yeah, right. And touting the perceived benefits of that drug. Right. 
Do you remember that? Well, let's make sure we get the connection right. I, I do recall a group of doctors uh, that were in front of the Supreme Court. I guess there were uh, six or seven of them. And I believe, uh, I believe one was an African-American uh, woman, female physician, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, could be. I, I, think that, I think that that group we're referring to who were in front of the Supreme Court were making a, 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 a bit of statements. I, I don't precisely recall uh, what they were talking about, but I do know in general that people who were watching um, that were concerned about the uh, the truth of what they were saying, they were making, I don't, I don't recall specifically, but they were saying, but there was some concern about the accuracy of what they were saying. Exhibit 37. Mark for identification. Mr. Kirshner, Mr. Sauer, do I have this version of this? Do you have another version of this? And so they talk about the version of it and they get down to this. Mr. Sauer, the lawyer who is deposing Fauci. This... This is a Brett Bear article with the headline, Fauci Uncensored, Hydroxychloroquine Video. A bunch of people spouting something that isn't true. That, that's, that's what it says. All right. In the next, if you look at the second page, just look at the first paragraph of this, this report. It quotes you appearing on MSNBC's Andrea Mitchell reports, saying that a video retweeted by President Trump that featured doctors at a press conference touting hydroxychloroquine as a coronavirus treat was, uh, treatment was, quote, People spouting something that isn't true, correct? Uh, That's what it says here. Do you recall saying that? Fauci's lawyer. Objection, lack of foundation. Fauci answers. Um, You know, I certainly may have said that. Uh, Yes, I think the general impression that if one looked at the video, some... uh, uh, I recall, I don't know exactly, but it was uh, it was pretty clear among the physicians and those involved that that uh, uh, what was being stabbed on the, on the steps uh, in in many respects didn't make much medical sense. Mr. Sauer, in your view, what was being said uh, that was misinformation or disinformation that could lead to loss of lives? Well, it's possible. I don't recall exactly. If you want to play the tape for me and we could go over it, I could then properly answer your question. I just know there was a lot of negative response on the overwhelming representation of the medical community that what was said on that press conference on the steps, I believe, of the Supreme Court was really quite unorthodox. The lawyer, I'm sorry, I didn't really follow what you just said. You said there was an overwhelming medical response. um, In general, uh, if you were to take a poll of physicians in established medical centers throughout the country and have them look at the tape of what was being said at the time, I believe and it's it's not been proven, but I believe that you would find that the overwhelming majority would find that this was what was said uh, really didn't make much medical sense. Lawyer, did you take such a poll at the time? Uh, I, I did not. Uh, but but I, I know my community and, and, and everyone who's ever looked at that just 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 raised their eyebrows and, and, and said, well, what, what, what the heck are we are you talking about? Lawyer, you said your community. Who is in your community and with whom did you discuss the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine with? Uh, well, we discussed the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine with a number of people in the community. Can you name one? Oh, yeah, I can name a whole group. Please do. 
Well, we, we have clinical trials, and I want to get the correct name of it. Uh, it's the NIH Treatment Guideline Panel. Uh, uh, the, the Treatment Guideline Panel is made up of, uh, oh, uh, I would say, uh, total, uh, mostly uh, uh, physicians, uh, healthcare providers, about uh, 40 plus individuals who are representative of the infectious diseases community uh, 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 throughout the, the, um, the, 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 the country. Most of them are the chiefs of infectious diseases throughout medical centers, Harvard, Cornell, San Francisco, uh, really the leaders in infectious disease in the country. They came to a, a determination based on um, an examination of all the literature uh, that hydroxychloroquine had no uh, uh, evidence at all on efficacy. When was that determination made? I, I, I don't know the exact date, but it's a, it's a group that can uh, easily be asked and uh, you could find out in the record, but it's uh, very clear that was the case that they, uh, they, they, uh, they felt that way. They, uh, they kept an open mind, but they looked at the, the literature and they said they, they really felt there was uh, no evidence uh, at all, the, uh, hydroxychloroquine, and, and it isn't an individual person. Uh, it, 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 it's a treatment guideline panels uh, that, that, that represent the leadership of, of infectious diseases in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the entire country. Now, clearly, I have interpreted the Fauci's emotions and some of the uhs and some of the uh, uh, uh things, but that's just from three years of watching the psychopath. Did he change your mind? At any time, that man could have said, here's the study that proved it, but he can't. Want to know why? Because they radically misused the drug. They waited until people were horribly sick. And then they gave them way, way, way too much hydroxychloroquine that you would never in your life consider dosing a people at. And lo and behold, it didn't work. And, and they were saying that the drug killed people. They gave them, and I'm doing this from memory, but 5 to 10 to maybe 15 times too much at a point where it couldn't help. Once there is, you reach a critical mass of viral load in the body, hydroxychloroquine can't help. There's a time at which it does help. And do you see him pass this on to the community? Oh, it wasn't him. He's at the center of all of this. That panel he talks about of 40 doctors at the most prestigious universities in the world, where did they get their funding? Where do they get their share of the $6 billion dollars a year that the CDC gets to hand out. See, remember when we talked about this last time with the Fouch, and he was talking about the president at the time, Barack Hussein Obama, mm -mm -mm, God bless Rush. Obama said, issued an order, you will stop gain-of-function research with the Wuhan lab in China, which is run by the Chinese Communist Party. 
when his team decided to go around that order, claiming some of the exception clauses and an emergency, which was not the case. The same lawyer asked Fauci about that. When they decided to bypass an order of the president of the United States, did they come to you? Uh, well, no, uh, no, uh, that was handled uh, at, at, at lower levels. It, it, it may have crossed my desk, but no, that was uh, that was handled at lower levels. Well, who handled it? Well, I, I don't remember. It would have been Hugh or someone else. But when it comes to the check writing and the grease in the palms, that's him, the Fouch. And the damage that this man has done, the evil that has been done through him is so profound. Uh, ethical skeptic, our friend, the brilliant data analyst. Incidentally, his uncle is quite ill, and ethical would appreciate some prayers for his uncle. Ethical skeptic is tracking this. I think it's June of no, no, it's not. It's January of next year, coming up next month. The, some would say bungled, I would say purposeful insane response to the COVID flu will have killed more people than the COVID flu, even if you're using their numbers, the falsified numbers of the CDC, you know, where they don't use if, or or they, they don't separate dying with versus from, where they pretend that people who got injected are not so called vaccinated until two weeks when there's been multiple people who got injected and instantly got so sick with the COVID flu that they died within three days. That's the level of evil that's being done to this guy, Fauci. And just remember that he will face justice. He doesn't know that because I can't imagine this guy believes in God. Because, of course, well, I represent God himself. Uh, If you're talking about science, uh, science, you know, that means I'm, I'm God. Oh, man. I'm so happy that we can work with companies like Healthy Cell, which is on the whole other side of the spectrum. You know, in other words, they're honest. So let me ask a couple of questions. You know, all those vitamins you take, honestly, do you ever sit there and you buy them and you're 50, 60 bucks a month into them to go, are these doing any good? So here's a way to measure that. If they're these packed pills where they're just pressurized and packed down, when did that technology to do that get created? It was 19, the 1930s. There are about 240 million Americans who take supplements in pill form. But the nutrient absorption in this is pathetic. In pill form, mostly solid particles are sometimes 10 and often 100 times too big to absorb. Because they're that hard and they go through that quickly in your body. Now, on the other end, Healthy Cell has created an advanced approach to this called microgel. And this is all natural ingredients. It doesn't have any of the ridiculous and gross fillers that are in these other products, meaning they're inerts, but they're gross. And I don't want a bunch of chalk in my body or fillers or things like that, do you? So microgel cuts that all out. Secondly, you can take this stuff in seconds. You can carry it with you when you travel. It's in this gel form, rip it open and, and consume it. And incidentally, it tastes good. And there's three main products. The vitamins, that is the no-brainer. Toss the junk vitamins. Go to HealthyCell.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd. Your first order is 20% off. There's also a Focus and Recall product. 
which is stellar. It's replaced my afternoon coffee, and you know how much I love my bone frog. There's a REM sleep product. It's the only REM sleep product I could tell you allows me to remain asleep. I don't get the jolt that I do with pure, you know, with pure sleep aids. I wake rested. All of this is 165% more absorbable than tablets. So just go to HealthyCell.com slash Todd. It's HealthyCell.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd for 20% off your first order. Again, that's HealthyCell.com slash Todd. 20% off for your first order. Do they uh, need any consultants? You kidding me? Don't you? uh, Don't even think of going near them, Fouch. The amount of harm that's been done by this guy creating a circumstance where doctors were punished for high-dosing people with vitamin C. Hey, when I feel myself getting sick, if I catch it early, (laughs) you wouldn't believe the amount of vitamin C and zinc and D that I eat. And now that I've got healthy cell, and I'm not trying to extend the partner discussion, I'm just telling you, I'll be consuming, I'll I'll, I'll pour those things into a 32-ounce cup and drink them, the microgel. And by the way, it tastes that good. I do that, and it works. I guzzle airborne, and it works. And I mean, guzzle it. They wouldn't let them do this in hospitals. They wouldn't let them do the things that grandmas were right about. Fresh air, exercise, drop unwanted fat. They wouldn't let them do this. They wouldn't let them talk about it. In fact, I just heard this. I was coming back from a dinner with my sister, and I heard a commercial from Pfizer. And it was saying, it was this conversation, you know, one of those stupid fake uh, radio commercials where it's a fake conversation, because this is the way people talk around the breakfast table. Morning, honey, what you reading? Oh, I'm just reading a study uh, about the fact that there are what's called uh, risk plateaus uh, and ossification. Uh, I don't think that's the right word, but for groups more more likely to get COVID-19. Wow. Can I have a look at that, Julie, while you pass the coffee? <laughs> sure, honey. Take a look at it. I think what you mean is risk stratification. Oh, I love you so much. You're so smart, Ted. Can you pass the eggs? Sure, honey. Here's the eggs. I think what the CDC is saying is there are certain medical conditions that lead people to be more likely to get very sick with COVID-19, such as being too heavy, being obese, smoking, and diabetes. Oh, Ted, you've just described my mother and father and 15 of my best friends. Well, honey, Good news, there's help. Go to CD, go to getvaccinated.gov, and this is brought to you by Pfizer. Oh, Ted, I love you. Let's go back to bed. It's one of those. And all of a sudden, they're, but you know what they're, oh, pardon me, it wasn't the vaccine, the so-called vaccine. It was their Paxlloid junk. That stuff, which is, by the way, badly reversed hydroxychloroquine or no is it ivermectin it's one of the two they reverse engineered it badly it doesn't work fauci took it and got sicker the amount of evil that's been done is just so phenomenal and he continues to get away with it approaching we've had lots of questions about safety of gathering with friends and family especially if loved ones haven't been vaccinated so lucy from maine asks since we've been vaccinated how dangerous is it to be near our grandchildren 
they have not been vaccinated beyond what's required in the schools. Here's the honest answer. Well, um, I would say that knowing that people who have been uh, injected and boosted uh, are more likely uh, to pass the virus on, uh, I would say uh, to the grandparents, um, if you're around people who, who are your age, who have not had the mRNA injections, don't go near them because you will probably pass this on. Now, your grandchildren, um, they, they have very strong natural immunity against COVID and, and the spike proteins, but I wouldn't hug them too much because if, if you've been uh, injected, you can likely pass the the uh, the manufactured spike protein uh, from your body to theirs, which could be very harmful. Right. Well, vaccination, again, is the answer. So if you want to protect your grandchildren and vice versa, even though the grandchildren are not required to get vaccinated, if they are within... Wait, wait, who's required? Fouch, is anyone required? The age, which is now six months six. or older, I would encourage their family. So- Psycho, absolute psychopath. Little kids have no business getting injected with this stuff. There's no medical case to be made for it. There's no mathematical case to be made for it. In every single instance, the math is against this decision because in every single instance, the kids have greater immunity than the injected will ever have. They're at the height of their immunity. immunity. Now, here's the thing when you look at this and it seems like, well, but he's getting away with it. I hear it and I see it and I see it on social media and people say, yeah, but he's going to get away with it. Yeah, but the Republicans aren't going to do anything. You're right. Ron Johnson is going to try to do something, but now the Democrats have sort of control over the Senate. Now that Kristen Sinema has now announced that she's an independent. So they're going to try. Ron Johnson and, and um, Rand Paul are going to try. But it'll get blocked. Pharma owns too many senators, and they own Mitch McConnell. So it'll get blocked in any functional way. Do you think the DOJ is going to go after Tony Fauci? Not a chance. Now, this trial could turn out that it could cost Fauci a, a lot in terms of, and, and in, in, this is the censorship trial. It could cost him money. Perhaps we could even get it to a point where maybe there's jail time. And he and Saki and all the others who broke the First Amendment and trampled on the First Amendment... I mean, they may well face punishment for that from this judge, but it'll be, but th- th- this will get mobbed up. At some point, this is going to go to some mobbed up level and they're going to say, well, but the greater public interest. And, and I, I join you in that cynicism. But before we wrap the show today, I want to share something with you. I heard this weekend in church because it was so profound. And I just felt like God was really speaking through my pastor this weekend. And I want to share this with you. It has to do with the perception that evil is winning. Do you remember this? Uh, there was a statement by the other, well, so many psychopaths in this. Albert, uh, Albert Berla, the Pfizer CEO. I want to remind you of something he said because he's made a decision that hasn't garnered a lot of news coverage, and you would think it would, since the Mockingbird media was stepping on each other's heads to get this guy on the TV to tell people to go take the magic injections. We'll talk about that, and then this... Uh, Another way to view all this, because, man, it seems overwhelming. I guess it's sort of a theme today, isn't it? 
you know, when you're looking at the show and it lays out this way, these are these things are not planned on my level. Um, our folks, our friends at Radio America plan this sort of rhythm at which we talk about partners. But listen to what we just talked about, Pfizer. And you can extend them to Johnson & Johnson and Procter and & Gamble. And there's some fine products that Procter & Gamble makes, I'm sure. I've been to the P&G offices. And I'll be honest that the P&G people were some of the nicest. I didn't expect it. But they were some of the nicest and, frankly, most ethical people I'd worked with in media. Truly, truly ethical uh, in media. Uh, same thing with Pfizer Consumer Health. Back in their offices in New Jersey, I still remember that meeting. And they were, they were fine people. And I'm talking about the media people. But the products and the direction those companies have taken, our parallel society is launched. Healthy Cell is a parallel society company. They're outside the pharmaceutical industrial complex. Bonefrog is outside that complex. Not that there's pharmaceuticals and coffee, but they're building a parallel company. God Country Team. Allen Soaps is the parallel economy as I see it. It's not junk trash soap manufactured in China, which Amazon offered to do for them. Amazon went to Allen Soaps and said, wow, look at this. A brand built around a kid who's so impacted by autism he can't form full sentences. Look at the labeling. Look at the marketing. Look at the uptake. And they went to the folks who run Allen Soaps, the business end of it, because Allen is the chief soap officer. They went to the business people and said, hey, look, why don't we take over the manufacturing? You'll make so much more money. And we'll still have the, the, the label. We'll feature it on Amazon. You're going to get filthy rich. And they said, no, that's not about this. We, yeah, we'd like the company to provide us a great income and maybe even wealth. But this is about employing people like our son, Alan. You go to alansoaps.com slash Todd. That's the story. The, the fact is they exist to employ people like Alan. The story is, is inarguably inarguably parallel society, inarguably better than big companies that are right now so woke and so backward and so hating on America. But go make your decision based upon the quality of what you see at alansoaps.com slash Todd. Okay, you get 10% off everything there. All natural, made in America, three generations of soap, of family soap making expertise behind them. alansoaps.com slash Todd. Sometimes it's so easy to believe that evil has won or that it's winning uh, there's a reason that this guy recently decided to step down from his role of chairman of Pfizer. And I was surprised when they suggested to me that this is the way to go. And I questioned it. Uh, and I asked them to justify it. How can you say something like that? But they came and they were very, very convinced that this is the right way to go. They felt that the two years that uh, of work on mRNA since 2018, together with BioNTech, to uh, develop a flu vaccine uh, made them believe that the technology is mature and we are at the cusp of uh, delivering a product. Um, so they convinced me. I, I follow my instinct that uh, they know what they are saying. They're very good. And uh, we made this very difficult. Made this very difficult decision. So he is resigning. You know what he didn't mention there? Uh, the $360 billion. You know what he didn't mention there? Uh, quadrupling, if not quintupling, his wealth. You know what he doesn't mention there? It's going to make it harder for them to ever go after him. 
And Albert, you too will go before the Lord. You knew what this product was. You know you rigged the clinical trials. You know you lied about the number of people who died. You know you illegally used this on babies in trials. You know you never actually tested pregnant women, even though you allowed the government to say your poison was safe for pregnant women. You know all of this, Al. We know all of this. And thank the Lord that there are now lawmakers who know all of this. This is from Australia. Senator Babbitt is a senator for Victoria, describes himself as conservative and a staunch patriot. Senator Babbitt, second supplementary. Now, we've seen some alarming data out of South Australia sourced by Senator Alex Antic, to my right, which shows a material increase in cardiac presentation in 15 to 44-year-olds commencing in July 2021, a time when there were very minimal COVID cases. What is the minister doing to investigate the underlying cause of the spike in heart-related issues? Does the government still assert that the mRNA injections are still safe and effective? Thank you, Senator Babette, Minister. Uh, Thank you. Um, Well, I haven't seen Senator Antic's research either. And I'm not sure of your background in epidemiology and assessing... Um, you know, what's the health trends during a global pandemic, but I I can be corrected if you have some background in that. Um, In relation to do we think the vaccines are safe, yes. Um, The TGA has gone through its process. As you know, Senator Babbitt, they also report on adverse events and myocarditis, pericarditis in younger people was one of the, the identified risks of those vaccines and everybody was... Well, everybody was informed of that um, and it was seen as a risk. Those um, people where it affected them, particularly younger men, as I understand it, those adverse events uh, were recorded. Uh, But I should also say the vaccines have saved thousands and thousands of lives, particularly most vulnerable Australians, and the pandemic and the vaccine program Uh, was always about responding to them. And meanwhile, Australia is a prison planet. Uh, Meanwhile, the cases there quadrupled, quintupled. And what that woman just said is, well, keep in mind, she's saying that the myocarditis was recorded. What about the heart damage, which is permanent? Well, no, um, uh, the myocarditis myocarditis, uh, recedes after a bit like any other illness. No, it destroys heart cells permanently. Heart cells don't regenerate, Fouch. And secondly, once the heart has been through something like that, a stress like that, and the muscles have been stressed like that, high-stress moments can break it. And we're seeing constant died suddenly like this uh, leftist soccer reporter who wore the, uh, the rainbow shirt in Qatar and was, I think, detained for that because, of course, in Qatar, where soccer held its world championships, you can be murdered for being same-sex attracted. You know, because it's a democracy and all. And very important that we had the soccer match there. And you notice not a hint of protest. That guy died suddenly. And by the way, he looked insanely fit. 48 years old, dropped dead. And perhaps the Qatar secret police killed him. But perhaps the injection did because it turned out that he was a fanatic for the injections. The amount of evil that's been done through Fauci is just, just hideous.
without you at the center of this. And it's really easy. And in fact, this morning when I went into church, um, I felt like, I felt like, I felt like evil was winning. And in some personal areas of my life, I felt like evil was winning. And then I started to think about the world and I felt like evil was winning. And in sometimes in church, and it's funny because I asked my wife about the sermon and, and it didn't hit her the way I did. And that's fair. We're, we're different people. Didn't hit it her like it hit me. Uh, but my pastor made this point that so very often God, God allows evil to win some rounds, it seems. Uh, but so often he has set them up in ways that they simply cannot see coming. So King Herod, you're going to go kill all the babies because you're going to kill the Messiah. Yeah, missed it. Proved yourself to be profoundly evil. Cemented your fate. But you missed the Messiah. The instances after instances, wow, the entire, or nearly the entire Hebrew nation taken captive. How, again, will it ever be an independent people? Because of a slave. Well, in fact, because of two. Joseph, put into bondage by his own brothers, later to save the Hebrew people because he was second or third in charge of the country. And then Moses, who was not a slave, but he saw another Hebrew murdered and he committed murder, which was not God's plan. And then he virtually became enslaved, dropped down from a prince of a nation to a mere shepherd. And wow, and evil was winning. And there was a long time where Moses didn't do anything but shepherd. And then God went to him and, and said, okay, we're coming back. And of course, the most obvious of all of this is, of course, the night that they thought they had killed Jesus. And it appeared that evil had won. In fact, the skies went dark and the earth shook and the, and the, and the curtain in the temple fell or was ripped. And there's contemporaneous uh, witnesses to that who said, oh my gosh, the, the sun disappeared. And, and they weren't Christians. And oh my gosh, the earth shook. And yeah, we, some people, even Roman, Roman soldiers said, oh my gosh, I think we just killed the Son of God. Well, you thought you did. And so often God is good at using, God, God is good at everything, but so often God chooses to use evil and to allow his plan to be worked through it. Again, when Herod wanted to hassle the Jewish people, hey, everybody needs to leave what they're doing and go to Bethlehem for a census right now. And so uh, what does that like where you live? I mean, imagine that you live in New York. You live in Manhattan. And they said, hey, we need you to, uh, you know, walk to Buffalo. Or, I mean, you can take a camel if you've got one, but you're going to have to walk or take camels to Buffalo for a census. And what's that feel like? And what was he doing? <laughs> he had, he, the, the, the Messiah was to be born uh, in Bethlehem. Not, not in Nazareth. 
He's from Nazareth, but he's going to be born in Bethlehem. Oh, okay, so Herod's, Herod, Herod is going to, in fact, complete prophecy. Well, Fauci is, is certainly, I don't know that he's completing prophecy, because that would be extra biblical, but in the end times, good will be considered evil, and evil will be considered good, and men will, will, will seek to have people fulfill the desires of their itching ears, and people will turn away from God, and, and people will, will jump into the, the seats of the scoffer, and they will scoff at God. Where is this God of yours? And they'll scoff. Where is this second coming? And they'll scoff. And so what are we getting out of this? Well, good Lord. If you didn't get injected, are you giving yourself the credit for that? Because I know I gave myself credit for that. I forgot to thank God for that. If you saw this all as a psyop from early on, did you give yourself credit for that? Because I know I gave myself credit for that. And, and nope, it was God. And what he's really doing is peeling, oh, this is me, this is my supposition. What he's really doing is saying, the world is fallen. Please, please don't be of it. Please understand that when you listen to a man like Fauci, you are listening to the lie from the liar. You, can, you have to pray for him. You have to, because he's a spiritual captive. And you can pray for him at the same time as saying, put him in prison, Lord. Let us have earthly justice with this man, although your will be done and not ours. And so my pastor asked this question, and I'm going to ask it of you because it really hit me. Is there an area in your life right now where it feels like evil is winning? Well, remember that God sees things the way you don't, the way I don't. His eyesight is better. He doesn't exist within time. And therefore, when it seems like he's late, there's no such thing to him. He's working. Continue to thank him for the work that he's done and that he will do. That's been something I've had to learn to do. And for me, it's been incredibly helpful. And may God forgive Fauci because that's his only hope. Otherwise, that man is going straight to hell. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and be thankful for the work that the Lord is about to do with you.